You're listening to SBS News. There are calls to increase job seeker payments to lift millions of Australians above the poverty line. Currently, the job seeker payment averages at around $50 a day, depending on individual circumstances. Not-for-profit organisation Anglicare Australia is calling on the government ahead of the May budget to lift payments to $88 a day. This would raise incomes to meet the Henderson poverty line, which was established in the mid-1960s to measure poverty and is updated quarterly to account for changes in the economy. The report says the increased payment would lift almost 2.3 million Australians out of poverty, including 840,000 children. Greg has been on and off job seeker for 10 years and says surviving on the current payments is worse than ever before. So now I regularly have to go to uh, like a place in Redfern, Oz Harvest and line up for <laughs> for food. I mean, it's ridiculous. I've, I've just finished a master's degree in creative writing and then you're lining up for food parcels. It just doesn't make sense. Greg has applied to go back on the disability support pension as he suffers from mental health problems and is currently unable to work. He says he's been postponing an essential psychiatric appointment that costs over $500 and which could help him receive a life-changing diagnosis for his mental health condition because he's currently unable to afford it. Greg says the stress caused by inadequate job seeker payments has exacerbated pre-existing mental health problems. My mental health uh, is just really deteriorating. Look, put it this way, my condition is not helped in any way and it's uh, it's really difficult mentally. In some ways, it actually decreases your ability to be a good worker that is true because you do suffer. It's horrible. Anglicare have made a submission to the federal government ahead of the May budget, calling for an increase in the job seeker wage subsidy to create a more stable income above the poverty line. Executive Director of Anglicare Australia, Casey Chambers, says it's a matter of urgency. Well, it's obviously a, uh, a financial um, mechanism for how we want Australia to look. And what we're saying is that we know that the the rate of um, working age payments is so low, it is pushing people into poverty. We have a poverty inquiry at the moment that the federal government's undertaking. We have the the federal government looking at um, how we measure well-being in its budget. And we're saying we cannot possibly have those conversations without a rise in job seeker. Kristen O'Connell works in research, policy and communications at the Anti-Poverty Centre, an organisation run by those with experience of poverty or unemployment who help others confronting similar or worse circumstances. Ms O'Connell says it's clear the government has the opportunity to lift millions out of poverty. Every person on social security payments, job seeker or otherwise, is living below the poverty line and giving people money is absolutely the most important thing that the government can do and it should be their highest priority. We saw in 2020 that governments can lift people to the poverty line overnight and the refusal to do it is bewildering a lot of people. People who've been on Centrelink payments for more than two years die by suicide at nearly twice the rate of the rest of the population. And in 2020, Prof Marie Thiessen from Australia's mental health think tank said the fastest and most effective thing governments could do to deal with the mental health crisis was lift payments back up to the poverty line. It would cost the government just under $200 billion over 10 years to raise the rate of the job seeker, parent and carer payments 
according to Anglicare's report. This is considerably less than the cost of the proposed Stage 3 tax cuts, which the report says now cost $254 billion. Ms O'Connell says it's an outrage that the government is prioritising those on high incomes, while others can barely afford to eat. Right now the government is making a choice to cut taxes and basically spend the exact same amount on that as it would cost to bring every person on social security payments up to the Henderson poverty line. It's morally repugnant that the government is choosing to give more money to wealthy people who can comfortably afford to pay taxes whilst keeping millions of us well below the poverty line struggling with the cost of living crisis and less able to afford food and other basics every single day. An Anglicare poll found most respondents were opposed to the tax cuts, Ms O'Connell said, where 78% of the cuts would flow to people in the top 20% of income earners. Overwhelmingly, they're telling us that they don't need these tax cuts, uh, that this is, a, you know, this is not a good use of the money. Um, and we mustn't forget that not only does it skew inequality even further, it also takes out our ability to pay for other things down the track. So it, you know, it makes it even more difficult for us to do any public spending, whether that's on hospitals or social security or aged care or whatever. The Greens party is calling for the government to immediately increase all income support above the poverty line and ensure everyone gets a basic livable income, says Green Senator Janet Rice. Senator Rice initiated the Senate inquiry into poverty for report by the end of October and says what she's witnessed is deeply concerning. We have heard about what the impact of poverty is having on people, people not being able to put food on the table, to pay the rent, to pay for their medications. It's very clear that there is a huge amount of suffering that's going on in the Australian community and people who are really trapped in an incredibly damaging cycle of poverty. There is also criticism of the mutual obligation scheme under JobSeeker, which forces people to fulfil a series of activities to receive payments. Ms O'Connell says these processes not only fail to properly assist people to secure employment, but mean private corporations profit from the system. People are forced to do endless job applications, which not only don't help them get a job, but also frustrate the business community. People are forced to attend um, courses that give them no skills or qualifications, are very demeaning, but do allow employment services providers to make money from referring people to training organisations that are related to their own uh, organisation. So there's an awful lot of profiteering going on off the backs of poor people and we're not seeing any of it ourselves. Senator Rice says the Greens are calling to abolish all barriers to accessing essential payments. There are also calls to increase other social security payments, including the disability support pension and youth allowance, as well as address the housing crisis. Ms O'Connell is herself on a disability support pension and says she's struggling to pay for bills and essentials, despite being better off than many of those who she works with. I still rely on a lot of support from people in the community just to pay my bills, even though I'm on a slightly higher payment, which is still below the poverty line. Something that's not factored in to the disability support pension is the fact that on average it's about 50% more expensive to achieve the same standard of living for people with disability compared to everyone else. Um, so our payment is higher, but we also have additional costs to live. In the year and a half since the COVID-19 supplement was abolished, Australia has seen a major rise in the cost of living. The report notes how rents have soared across cities and regional areas and the cost of essentials such as food, fuel and energy have been rising rapidly. 
Anglicare services have reported a surge in demand for help, Ms Chambers describes, as the poverty gap widens across the country. She says they've witnessed many people unable to afford basic needs, which in the long term will cost the government more money. So we, we really see that it's not possible to live on that. We see people making harder and harder decisions about accommodation, about food, um, about, you know, I mean, it's impossible to even think about going to a dentist or to any preventative health care. Uh, and we see people who, you know, aren't fulfilling prescriptions that the doctor has said they need for their health. Katrina Stewart, SBS News. 